Although I don't talk about it very much, well, almost not at all, one of the first insights I got when I was in a communication with um, what's probably future higher self or just another aspect of me in the future, the being I call you, the letter U, because he said I would forget his name, so just call him U, and I didn't put two and two together at the time. I did a recording on this before, uh, connecting in a very real way, in a very tangible, in, in a vision, an awake vision that went into an unconscious state and then came out awake uh, onto another planet to uh, learn some interesting things from you, the letter you. Anyway, one of the first one of the first things that I was introduced to is the nature of relationships down the road, starting now. And I don't touch on it because people aren't ready for it yet. You are, but in general, it's uh, at the time when I was contemplating it, uh, I realized that I, I probably needed to learn more about it, sit with it and address it later because it's it's the kind of information that uh, it's a huge subject it's a huge area it spans relationships everything that we are is relationships how we perceive and how we respond to our reality these are the relationships that we determine we decide we have free choice but it's obviously it seems in many cases we don't because we're locked into a frequency of awareness which then becomes a set of beliefs because that's all we see. That's the way we experience life. That's the way the collective we've aligned to experiences life. So that must be the truth. And we become rigid in those beliefs. Being rigid in beliefs locks us into the timeline. It doesn't allow us to see anything else. We become um, completely immersed until we've learned enough um, through our experiences, we've come into higher levels of compassion and empathy or unity of consciousness, and we begin to expand and synchronicity, which is the shifting of focus of awareness across timelines, such as looking at a clock or whatever, but little synchronicities, looking at a clock and seeing specific numbers over and over again, but other, other things, coincidences, things that begin to open us up to the idea that reality might be bigger than what we believe it is. So. Getting back to relationships, when I'm saying all relationships, I mean friends, family, lovers, jobs, children, nature, your relationship and interaction with everything in your life uh, is the relationships that I'm talking about. Now, it first started in this introduction uh, back in, you know, 2016 or somewhere in there, late 2015, um, that the nature of relationships are changing. And I didn't quite understand how they could change the way that it was being described, which was essentially, we won't be locking ourselves up with people forever. It won't be based, well, I'll clarify this later, but it just won't be about that. Life is gonna to be too short. We're gonna see more of reality. We're gonna realize that there's too much to explore to lock ourselves into any one situation. And this doesn't mean that relationships have to be cut short. They're just, it's going to be different. As we've seen over the centuries, we have human instincts, which are 
uh, come to the surface and are hidden, come to the surface and are hidden uh, through, you know, cultural, social norms that come and go, uh, you know, different areas on the planet, different countries, they have their own sort of um, norms. And they come and they go, and, and sometimes it's shocking. We see, you know, prudeness, and then we see uh, an explosion of, uh, I gotta turn that down, an explosion of, um, sec, of openness, let's say, or, you know, d different alternative lifestyles and things like that. And it goes back and forth, it cycles. But anyway, here's the point. When you step out of the old paradigm, you're stepping out of survival mentality, slave mentality, this idea of karma and, oh my God, I'm going to kill myself if you don't stay with me. These energetic ties or anchors to certain situations that were put in place to help us evolve, to learn, to explore different experiences in order to expand and move beyond them. And so we would do this and arrange these relationships with other people before we got here. And while we're here, you could look at it as leaving in the dream, you know, leaving at night in the dream state and tweaking the plan or dropping the plan or whatever it is, because we have free choice to change along the way and adapt the plan or decide what it is we're going to do. Um, so imagine humanity living longer because we will. If we're in a higher frequency, we're not in fear. Our DNA works differently. We vibrate differently. Lifespans double, triple, and as we've read about in, you know, in old books, Bible, let's say, uh, about long lifespans. So lifespans um, are larger, longer. Our perspective of reality is different. We are becoming more balanced. I would say you could look at it as alpha, beta becoming more balanced in the middle. We see this with the feminine and the masculine or whatever it is. All this feminine, masculine, divine stuff is all stuff I never heard of until I woke up. Different reality. Not on the planet where I was. But it's this idea of coming into balance emotionally, in harmony within, that doesn't require somebody else to complete us, validate us, or make us feel yeah, at ease, complete, or or whatever. The relationships that we will have will enhance our lives. We will enhance the, the lives of others. It'll be about, uh, that enhancement will be about expanding experience and, and sharing <clears throat> things like culture and lifestyle, but in an intergalactic way, not just on earth. And it's gonna become a bigger playground. In which case, hanging around for a full lifetime in one household, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be like that. You could have a partner or a f like friends and family and things like that, that go on for a long time, but they're not going to be in a survival mentality. It's not gonna be an all or nothing. It's not gonna be a do or die. Um, there's telepathy, in which case the communication is natural. It's not gonna catch people off guard if somebody's going to move off in a different direction. We're not, it's not going to be about survival of the species or propagation the, the instinct behind, um, you know, having children and many children and diverse diversity of offspring and just all of the stuff that is survival-based mentality. Now, if you, when you strip survival-based mentality, <clears throat> you're looking at instinct, human instinct, in a survival of the fittest environment. All of that is going to change. We don't need those instincts um, to survive anymore. I mean, we're not, we're not in the jungle, we're not, um, we're not cavemen and women here. We're moving into the understanding or the awareness that we're gonna create our experience. 
This is why this speaks to things like jobs. Why is it that we have such a disdain or a repulsion to working a shitty job these days? And it's because we've woken up. The relationship is no longer of like frequency. We're not coming from survival instinct. I'd rather pull the trigger than live in a slave, slave society. Uh, this isn't about survival at all costs. So it doesn't fit us anymore. And, and we are also aware that we're creating our own experience by the frequency we have within and that the transition is too slow for me. It's slow. It's a slow transition because it's a, it's a belief shift and beliefs are hard to shift. They require evidence. And in this frequency of uh, reality, things change slowly because we change slowly. How do we buy into things? Typically, we see the world experiencing it, and so it's true for us, or we're taught it, and it's true for us. But when we're on our own, learning things that are outside the norm, learning things that are different than the majority experiences, that requires experience, and that takes time for us to buy into it. It's all well and good to say um, we're shifting realities or life reflects our inner state of being. But until we see bits and pieces of that, the synchronicities, the numbers, the Mandela effects, uh, the feelings, the moving back and forth between 3D fear and 5D bliss, all of these things, and this constant need for reminders that yes, it is real, it is happening. Um, the incredible states of, of conflict within, I must be dead because this is insane. You know what I mean? I go through that, I went through a bit of it last night. But my point being is we're leaving that behind, the paradigm the slave paradigm is coming to an end. How long that takes depends on you individually and me individually for me. How long does it take for me to shift my beliefs? What am I doing to do that? I know that um, part of this is taking action. You know, and some days we think we'll just be zapped out. I'm sorry, I'm all over the place here, but I'm just letting it come sort of come through uh, as I speak, letting, you know, the ideas sort of roll through. Um... I gotta lost my spot here. When we're making changes, when we make the shift, you have to take action. This means we're not just gonna sit back and wait for things to change. Things are changing automatically, but if you want your life specifically to change, if you want the outside reality to reflect who you are inside, then you have to be somebody specific inside. If you want a life to treat you or, or to make you feel that you're going to be happy or that you're happy or whatever it is that, that makes you happy, then you have to be happy. You have to have that frequency within. This is why coming into the now and releasing the past and the future and conditional statements of what's going to make you happy and just being happy for the sake of being happy is a catalyst. It's absolutely necessary. It's the eye of the needle, uh, staying out of fear, all of these things uh, in order to have reality reflect happiness, which then brings more happiness, which essentially is going to ground zero. It's rebooting. You're going to nothing. You're happy or nothing uh, because you're coming to in a state of awareness that is learning to not rely on external situations to be happy. You just hold happiness within and you realize that that's the creative mastery, uh, the power of creative mastery that you hold inside as a creator. So you have to be happy first. That takes time. It takes time because it's a transitional 
it's a it's a transition. I don't know how else to put it. Actually, it's a, it's a transitional experience that takes time to buy into anything, to buy into the idea that it's okay to be happy for no particular reason, uh, because there's a lot going on. The purging, the the energies are changing, the toroidal field is shifting positions, changing conscious awareness. It's changing our frequency, which making making us purge out the distortions in our field, our fractal, our energy. And does that drops us into low vibes? So we go down, we go up, we go down, we go up. But we're always moving up uh, in the big picture. So the nature of reality, and that includes sex, it includes friendship, it includes work, it includes everything, is not going to exist because of survival mentality. And that's who we are. The whole fucking paradigm has been survival mentality. Go to work for survival mentality. Educate your children in a certain way for survival mentality. Social norms are all based on survival mentality. Who you know is your success rate. Not what you know, but how you position yourselves within societies, which means nuzzling up to those in control, which were the darker energies. And this is why there's so many people that gravitated to the darker side of life, to the survival mentality, which is not compassion. It's not any of those things. There could be people that can have compassion, but when you have enough compassion, you just cannot support the darkness anymore, even to the extent of self-destruction, which we've seen the masters do over time. They don't last long. And when you do wake up, you don't want to be here because you're in a survival paradigm. There's nothing left to do. Nobody can hear you. You can live your life in a certain way, but everybody has their own school. Everybody is their own school. They are their own teacher and their student, and you can't skip their classes for them. They go through their own experiences of horror in order to experience it, to be able to relate to others who are going through it so that we can alleviate it, so we can create a system on planet Earth that does not require people to suffer, that essentially we support each other and we reincarnate back into what we've left behind. And once we come into the higher awareness that that's the truth, we're gonna definitely be um, leaving a better world behind. It won't make sense to be selfish one lifetime and come back and have to face the, you know, the horrors that we create, such as those who uh, are in control of the big systems today. They just, they're gonna reincarnate in their own version of reality because we're diverging. And they're going to face the slavery that they put in place. They're going to get their own tattoos. They're going to have be told what kind of children they can have, what kind of genetics that the children can, can have, whether they are a boy or a girl or whatever the hell it is they're going to create. Um, you know, it's they're creating it for themselves. That is the nature of the physics of consciousness. There is no escape. What you put out, you get back. But you cannot force your will on another. Um, Ever. We have that sovereignty, unless we give our, you know, pretend to give our power away and fall into the idea that we are slaves and we buy into the social norms that are skewed, that are dark, um, you know, all these things. Um, and when we do finally come into the idea that the truth is within and reality reflects that, once we're faced in that direction, that's the direction of expansion of consciousness. Uh, because now we're in the driver's seat, then we no longer have to align with the collectives that are in darker frequencies because it's multidimensional reality. You know, I started uh, doing these recordings long time ago, um, you know, years ago, back, I guess, 2016, 17, I can't remember, 17, I think. It was started all this stuff in, or before that, but recordings came later. And um, what was I going to say? 
shit, I can't remember. Anyway, um, yeah, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, this idea of, I guess I'll just go back to this idea of um, experiencing what it is that we hold within is just the key point here. But it takes time to realize that. Um, and we don't have to align, yeah, we don't have to align to any specific collective that we don't want to align with. We don't need to anchor to them. So, uh, and yeah, multidimensional reality. Uh, I, yeah, back, that's what it was back when I started out, I recognized that emotions are frequencies, high and low frequencies, and each change on an, in an emotional spectrum is a timeline. So the more I lean towards darkness, focus on darkness, speak about darkness, you know, uh, reinforce my reality as being shitty, uh, talking bad about myself or others, um, all of the things that I do towards the negative will gradually bring my my uh, spectrum, uh, my my segment of the spectrum of emotions down the scale towards the darkness. Um, and the more that I focus, you know, the more life experience I have, the more I expand consciousness, obviously, the more I become aware because I'm learning, wisdom is coming, and wisdom is naturally going to take you to the understanding of compassion, unity, and consciousness, and love, and stuff like that. And you move up to scale. So all paths lead up to scale, but there's lots of detours one can take for thousands of years. So with that being the case, every word, every thought, every deed, every action, uh, determines the frequency of reality that we're going to experience. And that takes us back to action, full circle. So this idea of not being part of the change, um, it doesn't make sense. If you see somebody that needs help, you help them. If you see something that is out of alignment, you stand up and you say something. You share insight. This isn't about being dark. The dark comes in the obsession. That's the animal instinct. Obsession, killer. Uh, do or die, you know, this hardcore, my way or the highway, you're wrong, I'm right. That's, that's not the same thing. Sharing, sharing the things that are happening in the world today, bringing awareness to them, that's perfectly natural. You're changing your experience of reality by taking action within your reality. And those actions give you the ability to present your frequency of consciousness, your emotions, your feelings, and your thoughts, so that in the worst of times, you're holding balance. You're not anchored to any kind of um, ultimatum. You are just taking action to bring peace and harmony within your community to the best of your ability. Um, and that's it. And you're by being an example of peace and harmony within. So it's not about the fight. But simply not doing or saying anything is not the answer. If you want a change of government, you vote, even if it's corrupt as hell, you take action. Because it's in that action that synchronicity happens and doors open and close and reality shift. You know what I mean? Just because you're in a situation where and you know voting doesn't make a difference, that doesn't mean that it, you voting won't lead to change. Because you're the source of change. You're the catalyst of change. Anything else is survival mentality. It's looking at the outside world as the controlling system. It isn't. You are inside what you choose inside. This is why um, 
I mean, extrapolate it to anything you want. How you perceive, how you respond, that is the nature of the reality you're going to experience. We've heard bits and pieces before. If you're going to eat shitty food, say a happy prayer about it. Turn it into a high frequency. If you are in a purging state of being, face it with balance and it will smooth itself out. If you're facing problems, let them go so that you can vibe up into the solution timelines. The dark and the light works together, but if you get trapped in the darkness, that's when you get, you know, you're anchored to it and you'll explore it until you let it go. But my point being is take action with positive attitude in that sense. Um, I'm, I understand, I understood early on uh, that if I wanted a specific job or career, I would go out and simply get it, make it happen. If I truly believed what I'm saying, then I would go out and I would simply pick what it is I want to do and it would work. But I don't have the ambition, I don't have the passion or interest to do that right now because I'm doing this right now. This is what I want to do. And when I'm finished doing this, maybe it turns into something else, uh, the next level of it. Because anything else is slave mentality. If I can't do what I love to do, I'm in slave mentality, it's the wrong frequency, it won't work, and it's going to eject me. At some point, I'll eject myself. That's why we can't go back. So getting back to the relationships, what does that mean? What does it mean you have a boyfriend or a friend or whatever it is? If you're in a galaxy and there's endless cultures and people and places to explore, then, and everybody's not in karma, you know what I mean? You're not, you're in a frequency of beings that are not lost in the karmic cycle. They're not lost in fear, survival mentality. They're sovereign, they're balanced within, and they're exploring and sharing who they are without fear, sharing their, their culture, their insights. And imagine being able to do that in a more telepathic way, where you simply give permission to share and you can take on you know, this sort of knowledge and, and information from each other in a more direct way. So that relationships are no longer about survival and they're no longer about ownership. They're not about control. They're not about imbalance. They're not about something missing within you. They're just simply enhancing your life. And they last for as long as, as they last, but in a very telepathic kind of way, they don't catch anybody off guard. And it's a mutual attraction and a mutual separation in a sense. So what I'm saying is it just gets natural. It's not manipulated by survival instinct and it's not manipulated by the fears of loss and things like that. You're not using someone else as a crutch. You're together because it, you just, it enhances, it's, it's more for as long as it is. And maybe it's lifetimes because we'll live longer, but that's not the point. So it's very different. And there's so much more I could say about it. I mean, it's the nature of the relationships themselves. Like I said, the jobs are going to change because you're going to have to do what it is that you are, your inner truth. You're going to give who you are. That's the only thing that'll work. This is why this natural ejection, this changing, we're seeing this huge change and big companies are going to sort of fall apart hierarchically. Hierarchically, I can't say it. I don't even know if it's a word, but their hierarchy is going to blow up, basically because it's not going to be control systems. It's not going to be the hive mind uh, running it. It's going to be people that are more connected telepathically doing what's best for each other, like I've said before. 
uh, you'll see uh, systems of ownership and control implode. They'll become more like blockchain and non-ownership, more of community management. So as the community evolves, the systems evolve naturally to serve the communities because they're being run by each new generation of community members that have an interest in doing it, that do a good job of it. The systems will be, you know, electing, electing people to, yeah, to take the best ideas from the community and move forward with them. People who are just invested in what's best for the community, you know, rather than the political bullshit of electing a party to, to come in and secure their future and screw everybody else as much as they can in order to stay there, which is what's been happening. It's fucking childish. We need the best ideas from the community to be implemented for communities. But anyway, so getting back to the rest, I'll let you extrapolate. I don't want to get into the sexual side of it. I don't want to get, I mean, there's, because it's, it's going to be whatever you want it to be. But if you're wondering why, you know, relationships blew up with family and friends and boyfriends and girlfriends and husbands and wives and stuff like that, it's because the game is over. The karma is gone. You're not there for survival instinct. You're not in their, you're not in their frequency. They're potentially there for survival instinct. But once you break that connection, that tie, you can't be in that world anymore. It's the same with the jobs. You know what I mean? A lot of light workers have to go back to be able to support themselves, but they're going to figure out that there's going to be a time and place when they are ready, because reality is a reflection of each of us, which means if we seem to be in a situation where there's no opportunity out there, we're, there's a reason for it. And we will get out of it and we will come into, as we're ready, into the situations that support us. But essentially what I'm saying is, when the time is right, when you're ready, you will essentially be doing what you want to do. I think there's more to be revealed. So I'm sort of, I can't give a, a direct answer here, but I think we are working together as light workers to face and purge and to deal with things. And so we're just not in this new life yet. There's a second stage of healing emotionally, mentally, and physically that is coming that I was told is coming. Um, and it's this new life where we are being supported. And so I suspect that that's when the community has diverged into their paradigms or their frequencies. Uh, those that are aligned with us or that we're aligned with become more awake and interested in what we know. And what we know is a tremendous amount of information. Every fucking thing is going to change. Business, education, sexuality, relationships, friendships, family, the way we raise our children, what we eat, how we grow food, what it is that we value within a community, how we treat our pets. Everything is going to change. The nature of the supply chain, the nature of the way we treat nature, the physics that evolves now that replaces the chemistry of big pharma, which dies in totality. Whenever I mention that, people, they laugh. They think big pharma is so powerful. You know what I mean? But they're dying right now. They're dying. They're being exposed for the truth that they keep people sick for money. Not just sick, but they'll risk the death. The bean counters, just as we've heard before, will risk death. We'll take 10% death for 90% sickness. You know what I mean? Let's get them as soon as they're born and keep them sick for the rest of their life. So these are the things that piss me off, and that's fine I'm supposed to, but I don't obsess about it. And I'm not looking for revenge. I'm looking for change because all of the things that happen are designed to bring us into an awareness to change them. We created it. And 
now we're going to move into something better. So there's not a lot more to say, but then there's everything to say. There's, there were really, I had a lot more in my mind to say about this stuff, but I think it's enough because you're awake. Uh, you, you know, we're all sitting on the same page. There's not a lot left to talk about, so I decided this came up today. Um, you give it some thought. What does it mean to step out of the survival, animal instinct survival? What does it mean to step out of karmic relationships? What does it mean to come into balance within, which we're coming into? What does it mean to come into what is best for everybody? What does it mean and what impact is it going to have on your relationship with everything? And you can extrapolate what that means for you. Everything will change. There's no question about it. And your relationships are going to be better. They're going to give a shit about you, but not from a dark place. It's going to be open and it's going to be honest and it's not going to be judgmental. It's going to be free and it's going to support you. It's going to be the higher frequency version of things. You're going to realize that there's no point in obsessing about something that that you want to change in a relationship because that actually creates it. That creates what you don't want. I'm scared somebody's going to cheat. They cheat because you're focused on it. You're feeding into the timeline. You're going to realize that it makes no sense to hammer on anybody, that it only makes sense to enhance who they are, to support who they are, you know, in healthy ways. To guide, obviously, if you're, it's your children, to guide them into their passions, to support their higher frequency perceptions, and to enhance their their um, to enhance their self confidence and relationships, abilities to make relationships in healthy ways that are not fear-based, that are not ego-based, that are not competitive. They're just simply following passions. The same with education. To allow your children to move in the direction that they prefer. I could let my daughter um, focus mostly on the things she loves to do. And I did do that. And she learned lightning fast how to read, how to type, or how to... Uh, um, yeah, you know, everything, spelling, words, sentences, things like that, by communicating with friends, playing games and things like that. They learn through playing. Then taking some time out to do some of the other stuff that give her a bigger playing field. But what I'm saying is that the real focus is no longer about survival and competing with little Johnny down the road or for a better job so that she can survive. Now, survival is turning into mastery, creator. It's following your inner truth, your passion, because that's where the happiness is. That's where the balance is, and reality reflects that. You teach a child through fear, and your child's going to face fear their whole life. You know what I mean? And this, this is the same for everything. You know, the jobs, the survival mentality, jobs, they just, they just won't last. We're going to keep getting kicked out. And I know some of us have to do them right now. I get that. Um, there's no question we're there as well. And I think a lot of us are back there to some extent doing something to generate enough income to get by as we move through these shifts and these changes. Um, but at some point, I don't think it's going to be that far off. It'll be recognized who we are, what we know, what we do, and we're going to be needed. 
in order to um, move into our higher potentials because we've been released from the old paradigm and the old paradigm will have diverged enough or totally in order for us to do what we came here to do that is more than just holding the light. You know what I mean? It's I, I get pissed with, with the whole big picture sometimes when I think, well, all you need to do is just be here and hold the light. And I think, fuck you. This is boring. I have no life. There's nowhere to go. There's no job. There's no community. There's a tiny little family. It's isolated, locked down, and fuck you. No, I'm a human as well. I need the interaction, the community, the creativity, the giving to the community, the expansion of being who I am. I need to be able to do those things because it's part of being human. I can't negate the human side of myself. If anything, we're coming back down into being grounded in reality. Yes, we know who we are. We know reality is multidimensional. We get we know all the things that we've talked about. We get it. And we know that we can't sit there in the ethers all day and contemplate all the complexities of shit that we can't even understand because we're linear. That it's time to just come back down and be like a kid and to live as the human, evolving humanity forward to its highest potential. What the hell else are we here for? There's only so much one can learn and I'm tired of learning and I want to do it now. Put it into play, put it into action. So I guess I'll be drawing t-shirts. And it's not that it's not enough for me. It's kind of boring to sit there and do t-shirts because this is what I do. This is my passion. But at the same time, we're coming back into, um, we're coming big. The t-shirt thing will lead to the next thing. The talking leads to, to whatever. The writing led to the talking that, and the talk or the writing led to drawing, what was it? Drawing pictures, the channeling, the sketches led to the words that were coming through because I was getting epiphanies being in the frequency of creating or channeling. Then came the recordings because I met a psychic who said I should, I should be putting my, she didn't even know what I did, but I should be putting what it is that I was coming to understand on YouTube specifically and some other place, she didn't know. And I, I don't know, I never bothered with some other place I didn't put the artwork up. And then that led to the idea of sort of living more freely, making t-shirts in a van, so I bought the equipment. But then, you know, lockdowns came and it's impossible now to essentially live in a van full time um, because of the nature of the lockdowns. The lockdown bathrooms, the only necessary travel into campgrounds and shit like that or whatever. So it didn't make no point. I mean, there's, that's it. So now we're in a hotel room and there's not a lot of room to make t-shirts in a hotel room. So, I, I, you know, like many people, we're in situations that seem to be forcing us to stay in the now, to face all the shit to purge it out to find balance and harmony so that we're ready for you know those who uh, come into high you know a higher awareness to learn you know what they want to learn from us where we're recognized because when the darkness is in control it hates the light it's never going to give the light a break it kills the light tortures the light bullies the light and i know for a fact if you're a light worker you experienced it all your life because it's the physics of consciousness. The dark bastards fucked with the light bastards. You know what I mean? That's just the way it was. And it was nonstop. The bullying I went through, man, I'm telling you, uh, it was all part and parcel. I mean, maybe we're in, all in different situations, but the bullying was something that, that really tweaked me. By the time I was 20 years old, I'd had enough. 
Because as a light worker, you come in and you're quite innocent and you're quite loving and kind and compassionate. But if somebody keeps poking you in the back of the head, eventually you toughen up. And we need it to be for this. We need it to be. And so we're here. We are here. But now it must be balanced out. And so I'm dealing with that as well. But it's, it's pretty much gone. I'm, I'm not lost in that anymore. Um, I find it, uh, it doesn't help me at all to even confront that stuff. It seems to be more powerful not to focus on it and to essentially turn the other cheek because then it goes away. And to use those experiences not to tweak anymore, not to, not to get pissed off, but to recognize it as an opportunity to heal. And I've mentioned that before and it's hard to do. Used to be, not so much anymore. Now it's, uh, now it's a release, it's a relief. It's like being released from hell really. Because when things aren't going the way I think they need to go, you know what I mean? If I'm trying to accomplish something and it doesn't happen quickly and I get lost in the idea, well, it might not happen. What if it doesn't happen? That doesn't happen anymore. Now I'm with the flow. The harmony is further within and life will begin to reflect that and things will happen when they need to happen right on time because I'm not locking myself into things that are delaying the outcome of, uh, of what needs to happen. So it all leads us to where we are here. So it's easy to let go of the past. It's easy to let go of past relationships because they can't work. How the hell are they supposed to work? You're, it's, it's literally people who are cave people and people who are, it's like Star Trek meeting cavemen. It really is. You can't make those relationships work because every aspect of somebody who's not awake is lost in fear. Every fucking move they make is coming from a state of being a fear. Everything they do, every dollar they save or spend, every hour they go to work, everything that they do for the most part, the way that they raise their children, the way that they have relationships, the nature of everything in their lives has to do with survival and getting ahead and competition and um, whatever, you know what I mean? All of it. Even the idea of understanding that you can put your focus of attention on your body to vibe up your field because that's essentially the energy of growth is consciousness because consciousness is what makes reality. When your field is distorted, you get sick on the outside in the ethers and then it manifests in the body. Right? And I'm getting to a point, I'm going to lose it again. Um, it manifests in the body. So putting your attention on your body vibes it up and it can put it into health. But if we're always distracted and always focused on survival mentality, we go into illness because stress causes that lower frequency that constricts the flow of energy into the body and, and we get sick. So what I'm, and so this, I'm speaking with people, let's say, who are lost in ego and, you know, they're 5,000 pounds of muscle or whatever. They're running 50 million miles a fucking year or whatever it is. Um, again, it's all related. It's all related to survival mentality. Um, and it's not, I'm not kicking ego. Ego's part of, it's your identity here. You're going to find your inner truth within that and sort of bring it all into balance and put the, the fear part of it in the back seat and the higher self, uh, which is the higher frequency of that ego in the front seat. That's not in fear. Anyway, there's a lot to say about all of this, but I think it's better to leave it with you. You know, people are going to write books and they're going to talk and they're going to um, educate on these topics because they're so big, they're so important. And people are going to want to know, you know, what is a relationship? What is a healthy relationship? And the bottom line is this, it's a reflection of your inner truth, period. And you can't get there if you're in fear. 
You can't get there if you're in survival mentality. You don't have intuition if you're lost in fear. You don't have higher guidance. You're not who you are. You're the lower form of the ego. You're the animal, the animal instinct. You're not, but I'm saying that that's the case for those who are lost in, in survival mentality. Um, and this is why I'm saying the drones, they don't have compassion. They have fear. They don't have intuition or higher guidance, so they're a hive mind. They lock into what the hive does because the hive must be, by the very nature of their consciousness, the right move to make. It has to be. It's safer to move with the herd than it is to stand out on your own. You get picked off on your own, right? The lion grabs you and pulls you down. So the hive is going to move with the hive. The only way that the hive won't do that is if there's no hive. So the hive is going to diverge. It's unfortunate in a sense, but it's, it's not unfortunate. It's the nature of everything. It's the way things work. It all spins back around and it all paths lead home and it's all about picking the experience you want to have. It's neither here nor there. And I'm sure, you know, we've been in that hive for many lifetimes before waking up. It's just all part of the game, expanding consciousness. Um, but we're done with it, right? May finished? I am. I couldn't be more done with it. Had it. But then we had to face the, the anger the ego issues, the past life fears and the trauma and the drama and all the bullshit in order to step through the side of the needle, come into the now, release everything that was the old reality, which meant shedding every belief, all of that bullshit religious crap, all of the survival mind, all of the hive mind, all of the media bullshit, all that stuff to come down and be a brave and stand for who you truly are. Until you do that, reality reflect, will reflect who you're not and you'll be unhappy. So be happy, let reality reflect that back to you. Assume you're enough of a creator no matter what that you're gonna survive. You know what I mean? No matter what happens. Sometimes it can be uncomfortable. And because we have to come down to that. It does come down to faith. It comes down to faith in your toughest moments. I mean, it's, fuck, it really pushes, you know what I mean? Through life at different, different kinds of experiences it'll take us the loss of things the destruction the the horrors that we can face you know anyway it's stripped down here we go let's leave it at that i've said everything and i could sort of put it all back together and keep talking but there's no point i'm i don't know that i'm going to do more conversations about the nature of relationships i don't i think it's personal i think everybody can decide what it is for them you know if you're going to find your inner truth you're all set if you're going to get lost in the hive mind out of fear well then there's more to learn if you're at least 50 percent out of that you are i don't think anybody on this channel isn't then um you're already gone you know i've had many indications that it's already done that those who are certainly in my life um those who were sort of extended family they're just consciously, it's dead. The relationships are finalized. Uh, that's that. You might feel that in your life. You might feel the death of it all now. Maybe you're just beginning to recognize it. Maybe it's just sort of popping up. I don't know. But it is, it's dead. It's not an emotional thing. That's why it was so, it's so subtle. I didn't really notice it. I just got the message. Um... It's funny, you know, it's, you notice things 
when they become extreme emotionally, like you, you can pick up in energy, when it becomes extreme or when it goes from extreme to nothing. But when it goes from little to nothing, you don't notice anything. Or when it goes from extreme to a little bit more extreme, it's, you know, it's still just stress. So we seem to be on the periphery, on the edges of the shift. Because what I'm talking about went from very little to nothing, and I didn't emotionally notice it. Empathically, I pick up fucking everything. Princess and the pea type of thing, I pick up it all. So we're on the periphery. 82 or 84, I can't remember, percent of America believes that it's divided. It's... Uh, it's, it's at odds with each other. That's pretty high. Um, the rest might be oblivious or don't care or get into the drama, but that's the periphery. You know, it's beyond the 80-20. It's not even an 80-20 representation, but maybe it is. Everything's 80-20. We're on the periphery. I believe the Todd video some time ago uh, put us... Uh, Todd hasn't put, put any videos out really lately. The last year changed, but, you know, put us towards the top and I and there wasn't enough data to extrapolate as to how much longer that might be but just another example that we are coming to the edge of this the explosion of of new data of new tangible scientific uh, scientifically defined and described data coming out pointing to the dangers of you know what um, is coming out more and coming into the more mainstream alt media so that's helping as well not quite there yet but again like i said we're not waiting for the hive to wake up we're waiting for them to diverge and i feel like we're on the periphery we're on the edge for me personally i think it's already happened uh you know i mean i'm, I'm, I'm there's no anchors to anything that's the important thing this idea of of having your sort of um, relationships that you're leaving behind completely and totally unanchored is it leaves you to move it means it's, to me <coughs> excuse me quite possibly that the consciousness of those i once knew must think i'm dead in their own timeline the automated sort of seemingly automated version of those you know probably just think i'm off doing my own crazy shit that i'm just I've snapped and I've gone off somewhere. You know what I mean? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's just, it's, it's just is what it is. I'm smiling right now because I'm, you know, I just want to be free of it all. I, I just have nothing left to give and nothing left I want. So I want to be free. I want to move on. I'd love to just get on a spaceship and get the fuck out of Dodge basically for a little while. Take a vacation, learn some cool shit. And then, you know, if, if necessary, or I feel that it's warranted, come back and share that information with a more awake crew. Um, because I'm bored, silly man. I, I need to move on from this. There's so much to teach and share. And there's so much that we can do for the children out there to not treat them like little slaves and little disobedient pets. Yeah, that speaking personally with that one. Um, to, to enhance their lives in the future. They are us. We are our ancestors and they are us. And we need to treat them that way. We need to treat them as little masters and enhance their lives and bring humanity forward into a state that gives a shit about each other. You know what I mean? All of this media bullshit. I see these memes about racism and it, you know what I mean? It's okay to be black and white and I want to write up, I want to write back and say, shove this shit up your ass, you 
fucking brain dead moron. It's just political bullshit. I haven't thought about racism ever. You know what I mean? It just fucking doesn't cross my mind. And for most people, it doesn't. You look at the statistics, it doesn't even exist. It's been dealt with, but it's been highlighted, just like this global warming. Look at this hot spot over here. We've held the thermometer on the tarmac all day, and now it's, you know, 10 degrees above normal. We'll put that into the data set. You know what I mean? And we'll hide the other ones. Like, I mean, it's all we're doing is seeing the small... I get there's problems, but these are manufactured problems. It'll go away once we pull this sort of these corrupt animals out of power it'll go away humanity you are you like that no am i like that no is the hive mind like that to some extent the hive mind is in survival mentality if they see uh something to bitch at and separate themselves from they will but they're diverging but for those who are in this new paradigm that is evolving this is not an issue i'm not in that reality you know what i mean this is you know my relationships are based on integrity and empathy and compassion and wisdom and all the things that are higher higher uh, frequency human beings i mean shit i'm cool to go out and meet any version of an extraterrestrial which is way beyond uh what we would, might separate ourselves by down here and i've met them already you know you is a great big green mr clean guy he's a, a fluorescent lime green glowing guy you know it's like like a plant you know what I mean and just fully green and it looks like Mr. Clean is in super health and it was a really cool merge and he helped me balance my energy which essentially kicked in the kundalini shakes and I woke up and I was able to um, move further into my awakening <clears throat> but I was still perceiving lots before I had those shakes so if you haven't had them I wouldn't worry about it <clears throat> I'm not sure how much it added to to anything but it was it was just another experience okay I want to leave it at that I don't want to go too far here um oh, yeah what are we at 10 40 49 minutes 50 minutes so food for thought your you, your whole life is going to change obviously you know that but I mean I'm talking every aspect of it so is mine and we're on the threshold but right now we're mired in this shift and I'm hoping it comes to an end soon. It'll take a couple of catalysts, you know what I mean? But there will be next steps. You know, Blossom talks about it, the next phase. We seem to be ready for that. We'll see. I think there's indicators of that. People are seeing things in the sky. You know, we had the monolith type stuff. You know, keep an open mind about this stuff. You know, there's good information coming from a variety of different people. It's not always 100% correct, but that's fine. You're, you're, you know, go with your own truth. There was, you know, we, there was some posts on the last recording, long posts about your own truth. <clears throat> I won't get into it here, but if you want to go back and read about it, essentially, the bottom line is, the whole truth is the culmination of all perspectives of each of us. We're looking at the same reality, essentially, which is a multidimensional reality. So the same, but not the same, but it's all involved in the multidimensional reality. From unique perspectives, to negate one negates the other. They're, you know, the evil, the good, the bad, the whatever it is. It's a, this idea of, of the extreme light being in knowingness without experience or being a, further in the darkness of experience without the knowingness. Pick a perspective. It's correct. Perspective and truth are one and the same. There's nothing wrong with it. The hive mind, that's their perspective. That's their truth. One and the same. Exactly accurate. Um, just pick it and go explore it. That's it. It doesn't get any more complicated than that. You know what I mean? There's, we don't need to know everything.
just what is it you want if you just dive into your your inner truth then you're going to be closer to home for who you are and why you're here you'll make the most of it you know and if, and if not then fine don't it's multi-dimensional reality you're probably having all kinds of lifetimes exploring things you didn't choose here and i believe if you choose here what you choose somewhere else they merge you merge your aspects and i believe that that happens by moving towards inner truth because we share a frequency of connection across timelines and so we tend to move as in our own little hive in our own little herd of of aspects of the self and if we move towards inner truth we're kind of aligned to the same thing and we come into that expansion of consciousness and that coherence and that inner truth is going to be taking us where we need to go right now so we don't have to figure that out the only thing we have to do is have the balls to go after our inner truth you know what i mean we don't fit anything else how's the local slave job you know what i mean like it's it sucks you you know it you could do anything as long as you like doing it you know what i mean you could sit there and do anything as long as you like doing it it's not about anything else now it's about authenticity to yourself it's about coming into alignment and harmony and and passion and enjoyment with what you want to do the problem is we think we won't be supported and this is the transition of getting there of realizing that well that very act of thinking we won't be supported makes it so we were not supported the total trust the beginner's luck starting something out without all the background drama and bullshit of experience that says things will screw up for a million different reasons that's what makes it screw up so we're dropping the past and that was key and important let it all go you have to come into that blank state the neutrality in order to sort of overcome all of that crap and be able to be a creator again um because i remember everything i touched turned to gold when i was 16 17 18 all the businesses it wasn't until i started worrying about the things that business people worry about <clears throat> that it all screwed up it got too heavy you know beginner's luck was over now it was coming into experience and experience well there's your beliefs and beliefs uh, that's your reality okay let's leave it at that i'll talk to you later